Hello and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm your host this week, Chelsea Start, filling in for Simone de Rochefort, who is off. With me this week are Ashley O. Hi. Allegra Frank. What up? And also welcome to the show, Julia Alexander. Bonjour. Oh, Um, guys, this is exciting in front of us. We have these these beers. Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know how much Nintendo has approved this, but we have a Triforce Legend of Zelda beer that was brewed in Atlanta, Georgia. I think that, uh, Ashley, you have some fun beer facts in front oh, of you. Oh, I do. So I'm going to, let's taste test, yeah. and then I'm going to compare. Got good beer is. opening audio. Wait, so what is this actually called? It's called Triforce. It's called, tri- is it called Triforce? Yeah, the brewery is Second Self. Okay. Second Self, Triforce beer, yeah. The Triforce it's got some, IPA. It's like really invokes a lot of like older Zelda designs to me, I think, too. It's, it's not terrible. Wow. Well, it's not good. Not terrible. Wow. It's not terrible. I like it. I think it's good for an IPA. Yeah, it's got a nice, like, kind of hoppy, bright. I'm confused by the okay. words to describe it, like power, hoppy, courage, and then it's like hazy, hazy. Like, oh, hazy. Wouldn't mm. I mean maybe that means when you pour it pour it into a glass, it has like it's unfiltered. I don't know if that is or what the that future means. is hazy. Oh my god. Also, okay, so the A has a little like link sprite, but he has a beard. Uh, <laughs> it's old man Link. Old man. It's Link mixed with Did old man. Did you know that when Link retired from being a warrior, he just started making beer? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I that mean, does. The, it's he probably has some major PTSD going on. It's all oh. hazy for Link now because all he does is drink because <laughs> he never got the he girl. He never got Zelda. He's, never got the girl. He's stuck in that weird perpetual 17-year-old age in the games. And this mm. now he's finally 21. He's old enough to drink. He's waited 20 plus years. Yes. 30 years almost. 30 years to, to finally have his own beers. That's respectful. Um. So what kind of notes... Mm. notes flavors hints are you getting from this ipa beer um, yeah <laughs> beer. beer is one uh i mm, like a, a big pine cone in my mouth mm. uh no hold on <laughs> no. No. that's not right beer snobs are gonna at me god i don't i've never learned how to describe alcohol especially beer i feel like there's citrus but i i feel like i'll say that all the time it does have that sort of. There's, no, like a, the there's definitely a fruit. It has some sort of like mahogany, like flavor, like that. You know, like some sort of like, some sort of like wooden kind this of thing. Bourbon. Yeah, this like, isn't. Yeah, this isn't what? barreled aged. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you telling me this isn't bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. Um. Yeah. Maybe citrusy, like Chelsea said. Well, according to my official notes here. So it says the, uh, it has, oh, wait, whoa, whoa, smell it. And then we will oh. also mm. discuss this. This is the best part. Smelling oh. note. It smells good. I don't think beer ever smells good. I think this one doesn't smell like piss, which is very yeah, good which for is, beer. Okay, it's the unusual. Only beer, the only beers that smell like piss are pilsners, like, or bud, like, bud <laughs> More like, like yes. Whenever more. people are like, let's do a brewery tour, it's like, no. Yeah, Why? that's true. That's true. We can just go to a bar. Sorry for slipping my I, beer like, on mic. Slammed my nose in there too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a little little moisture? No, I'm just <laughs> afraid it left a mark. It does have a familiar <laughs> scent, but I can't identify it. But I like it. It's a wait, familiar scent. It might be beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait, Ashley. Lead, like, lead us through. What are we supposed okay. to be smelling? The, okay, so all of these combined create a unique IPA that has the aroma flavor of 
papaya, oh. mango, okay. oh. and other tropical fruits. I did not okay. get did not get the tropical, With but a soft, flavorful mouthfeel to balance this truly inspired beer. Flavorful mouthfeel. Uh, yes, mouthfeels. Also, uh, I'm upset that we don't have pairings with us because suggested pairings include tacos. Yes. Barbecue. Yes. Excuse me. Fresh Where vegetables. There's something for, for everyone. Fresh for vegetables. Ceviche. Yes. Yes. Fromage blanc. Yeah. Love cheese. Mm. And magical potions. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Is the inspiration for the inspired beer video games or like never found love what <laughs> what because link never finds love oh okay i get yeah. it yeah um, i don't know well i don't i think just from triforce it's just I general like it, yeah it's probably more of a game yeah than the sadness all games are sad. <laughs> all games are true. sad this is true but um i don't know if you guys can well if you're listening to the podcast the the art is really great yeah. Other than Bearded Link, which also shows up in the No, we like Bearded Link because Why he finally... Like Link? I mean, I guess. He's retired. Yeah, the, the logo is three little sections, so it kind of mimics the Triforce. And the third is Bearded Link. Yeah, also beards. Is, yeah. I just, do like beards. Yeah. Also, it's mm. not... Uh, so it's still like green and white. So in the third one, in the main label, you do see the link going up, but because it's just all green and white, it sort of just looks like a gnome. Yeah. yeah. Or a Santa oh, Claus. I spilled some. <laughs> but it does kind of taste a little bit tropically. Yeah. Now, now that you mention it. But that's the thing about tasting anything, tasting wine or beer. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, now that you've said the things I'm supposed yeah. to taste, I feel like it is a very much a trick. I don't know. Like, I never get with wine. Like, you know, they'll add the notes and stuff. And every time they put chocolate down, I'm like, bitch, I do not taste chocolate. Never. This is just Unless there is a Hershey bar floating in my wine glass, I do not taste anything. Hershey bar this is real chocolate. I know. Shh. You just, does it taste good or does it taste <laughs> bad? It's why I drink whiskey. What if it's it says good. it tastes bad? <laughs> <laughs> you can drink this if you want. It does taste bad. Honestly, I mean, you know people bought gross. birdie bots every flavored beans. That's true. And they true. knew they were going to get some shitty beans. <laughs> they knew there was good stuff in it. Like, But if you marketed this beer and you, it said nothing else, but this is a shitty beer, drink at your own risk, I bet you people would still buy it. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Would be College kids. Yeah. Do you Crap. think that birdie bots is actually, <laughs> that's where my mind is. Do you think that it's actually a, a, a metaphor for life? Like you have to get through the bad stuff to get through the good stuff? The small amounts of good stuff that you don't even know if it's going to actually you be that good. You just got to get through the bad Gump. stuff. <laughs> oh. The box of chocolates. Oh. Harry Potter uh. stole from Forrest Gump. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we're going to stop that definitive <laughs> conversation. <laughs> on that incendiary note. On that, on that note. incendiary note. Before the lawyers get to us, let's go to a lightning round. Lightning round, baby. Yeah. It, also, if you want to submit questions oh. to our, oh my God, lightning round, use hashtag Polygon Show. Okay, oh. I'm the lightning round chief this yes. week. Yes. Okay, so we have a lovely tweet here from one K Curtis Charles, at K Curtis Charles. It says, leaked cover for the upcoming dark reimagining of the THPS franchise, hashtag fall of Tony, hashtag games is art. And there's a lovely PlayStation 4 cover for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 6, The Fall of Tony. The Fall of Tony. There's a single tear on his cheek. It's black and white. It has like a degradation of like Tony falling. Uh, Like it's getting lighter to darker actually. And then there is a superimposed image of Tony Hawk's face with a single tear rolling down. Nice. It's beautiful. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. I wish this were real. Next. 
Next question. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, you got to request hand-knitted... Ma- oh, sorry. This is from Fort Milner. You got to request hand-knitted matching sweaters made by any video game character. Doesn't matter if they actually have hands or no. Who do you choose? I'm going to go with Ashley. Who do you choose? Yoshi. Okay. Good. Julia. He does Good. have a woolly world. Cute. So wait. I get a hand-knitted sweater that has the video game character on it, or it's by that they video game. They made it for you. They made it for you, and you're wearing a... Sh- and they have one as well, matching your sweater. Yes. Sexy, bearded Kratos. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, daddy. Chelsea. Bayonetta, but it's her hair. Oh! oh my God. Wait, so she's also wearing it, though, with her hair, or she's naked? Oh. Yeah, no, she's she's wearing... She's got her... Still got her hair suit, but she's also got the additional hair sweater, and then I have her hair sweater. That's like House of Z, Zach Posner style. I dig it. Okay. Yeah. Allegra, what's your own answer? Um, I'm going to say the, oh, I'm going to say Ellie from Harvest Moon, who was my favorite girl. Mm. Harvest Moon 64. All right. Next question. This is from Robinson Brain. If your favorite video game villains were to fight, who would win and why? Chelsea. Oh, my God. So if Ganondorf from uh, Ocarina of Time fought with... The egg with like any version of Dr. Robotnik. Mm-hmm. I don't who would know, win? Who would win? I don't know, but I think they would have like some kind of pointy hair off basically, and it would be like a a makeover show, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who would win. I feel like we all win. We all win. I like that. Uh, Julia, villains Bowser and the pipes from Flappy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. And the pipes from Flappy Bird would win because the pipes from Flappy Bird always win. That's yeah. true. <laughs> okay, Ashley. Uh, I can't only think of one. I'm gonna just make the second one up. Mm. Okay. Like okay, it. so it's gonna be Sephiroth Ooh. versus Oh, versus um you know in that mobile game you were playing Allegra where yeah. your your brother hid your pudding? Yes, my brother ate my pudding. That that shithead little brother. <laughs> plus <laughs> Sephiroth. Sephiroth the brother. <laughs> Who wins in this? I mean, I don't know. Maybe if he's good enough at hiding Sephiroth's pudding cup. The, the brother. The brother. Shitty little brothers mm. always win. But then he'd yeah. like probably end up burning the house down, he being Sephiroth. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But th- that doesn't mean the brother would die or lose. No. No. He also, could escape. Yeah. Dangerous gambit because it'll probably burn the pudding cup up too. <gasps> Shit. So the sister loses Wait, yet does again. Pudding burn? Oh my god, I've never thought about that. I don't know. <laughs> is what is creme brulee a pudding? We're getting derailed. Okay, okay. No, no, this is a lightning round. Please right. let us know. Hashtag polygon show if pudding burns. Uh for me, it would be, I would also say Bowser. Bowser versus Revolver Ocelot from Metal Gear Solid. And I think. Revolver Ocelot would win. Sorry, Bowser. Mm. Next question. Okay. Oh, this is from Chow Lee. Oh, hi, Chow. Hi, Chow. Hey, Chow. Hi. Uh, what games are the most beautiful foods or dishes in a non-cooking game? So a non-cooking game with the most beautiful food. I mean, I think there's only one answer. Uh, I can think of a different one. Um, are you sure? Because uh, it's Final Fantasy 15. Uh, that's a good answer, but that's not my answer. Whoa. I'll get what? to mine last. Julia. I don't think I've ever played a game with food. I've never been offered food in What's a game. What's the most beautiful food you've eaten while playing a game? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. What's the most beautiful? Broccoli. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely been broccoli. That's good. Chelsea. Um, no, because I, I can't not think about the Monster Hunter World food. 
And then that food looks good. Oh, it looks yeah. good. luscious. You get like a whole turkey, and I'm like, can I just sit down in front of this turkey, like in real life, and be like, oh my god, this yeah, is my dream. Um, for me, I would choose Yakuza Zero. Yeah, it's really good Japanese food. Oh, nice rice balls and sushi and ramen. It's rice right. balls are good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. Let's do the, this is our last one. Last question. Uh, this is from our favorite Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, water levels are often maligned because they're bad. Mm. Do you have a favorite water level? No. <laughs> <laughs> a definitive answer. Uh, does anyone like water levels? I thought for a minute they were referring to like water levels on Earth. <laughs> I was like, like sea levels. Sure being above sure below below sea level. What's your favorite sea level? I, don't know. I-, I like the water level in. Um, I'm gonna get the game wrong. I apologize. Is it Donkey Kong Country? No, that's good. That I like levels. that water level a that lot. That is good because you get on the, the swordfish's back yeah, and I, he stabs people. Honestly. Yeah, I like that water level. That's like a, I can't top that answer. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Anyone else? Okay, so I just have a really funny memory of a water level. Mm-hmm. It was uh, on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. It was a Super Mario Brothers something? 3D World? 3D World, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, there's one level with, um, I think her name's Plessy, that like Loch Ness monster. <gasps> I love Plessy. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's cute. Really, no, because I was playing it one time <laughs> with, my, <laughs> with Mike the Quarter, and he's like very composed. And so, you know how it's like really hard to control her because she's like sliding from side to side? Yeah. So he's like managing to get like all the coins and rings or whatever, and it's fine. And then he just like misses the very last one, and he just goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Also, oh yeah, shout out to Mal- Mike Warder who gave us these beers for oh, this yeah. week. Shout Thanks, out Michael. to Mike. Michael. I love Michael. He's great. Aww. Guys, let's talk about what we're playing and watching this week. You ready? Instead of Mike. Oh, I mean, wow. I'm also down to just talk about Mike for <laughs> how great he is. The Polygon Show Mike fan cast. Um, <laughs> we just oh, have photos of Mike. <laughs> Mike through the ages. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. That oh. actually is really cool. Especially for your Final Fantasy 15 answer. Yes, the ignis. <laughs> oh, my God. I won't bring oh it up. God. I'm uh, so sorry. This is, this is bad. Um, Allegra. Hi. Yes. You played Celeste. I did. I have been playing Celeste. Oh my god! And we have beautiful um, Celeste aww, artwork. This is some of the game. most beautiful pixel art that I mean, like pixel art is overdone. This game is gorgeous. It mm. really kind of reduces pixel art back to like the bare bones kind of style, you know? Like it's not like it's like she has eyes, or it's like especially detailed pixel art where it's kind of like okay, mm-hmm. this is incongruent with the fact that it's pixelated. Like it does look like an old school platformer to me. Yeah, yeah. But it's still so pretty, and the there's illustrations in the dialogue like boxes, and those are so beautiful. Um, so Celeste is really hard. It's a really really hard platformers. Basically, you're like climbing Celeste Mountain, and you are trying to like go from one side of the screen to the other to climb, and there's all these like spikes coming out of the different walls and you only have a certain amount of stamina and if you hit a single spike like you die obviously so it's very hard to traverse the levels because there's just like so many obstacles but there's this lovely assist mode for people like me who are bad and basically you can turn off different options so you can turn on like invincibility you can turn on like higher stamina you can extend your jump you can slow the game down and it's not just like okay, well, if I have invincibility on, like, all the other things are on, too. You can, like, turn invincibility on and turn the game down to 90% as fast or whatever. Um, Or you can do, like, 10% as fast as normal 
and nothing else or and stamina increase. So it's really fun to play around with that. So usually I like to play the first level like normal. And after I die maybe 10 times in a row, I'll turn on invincibility. And then if I keep dying, how does the invincibility work to interrupt? I'm like, uh, well, I can't die in invincibility. Oh, you just can't die. um, So you basically like if you fall down, like so not there's not always like a ground or whatever. Right. So if you fall, you're dead. But in invincibility, you'll like keep bouncing up. And if you hit a spike, you won't die. Like it doesn't damage you. Is there, I mean, but so. is there still kind of like, are you, are you playing tourist in those levels? Do you feel still feel like there's there's still a challenge because it's not just like, oh, I have to like get across the spikes to get to the next side. Like there's different like positioning for the platforms you're supposed to get to. So that's still like requiring very precise jumps and angles and stuff. So half the time with invincibility on, I'm still like not doing the thing right because there's so many different ways to like get through the level. Yeah. So it's like the equivalent to guardrails in bowling oh, when they put the guardrails you can't yeah fall. yeah like that doesn't make the game that much easier it's just like you can't lose your ball bowling is not a game it's a sport exactly it is a lifestyle <laughs> lifestyle i mean it does make bowling a little easier it makes it a little easier but it's not like you're gonna get a strike yeah yeah you won't get a strike for yeah, sure but exactly. you just won't lose your ball and be sad that is a perfect comparison you're, like it literally is like okay you have the guardrails but you still gotta like figure out how well, to you might get strike. a strike yeah you might yeah that's true you could maybe, <laughs> maybe. i will tell you i won't baby all right no um so let's i mean is it do you feel so you feel like you're still improving now you're still learning and growing yeah it's one of those rare games so i don't really like games that are like known to be difficult like i don't like dark souls or whatever but this game is one of those things where i am enjoying the difficulty just because like it is so smart and so like concise because it's just like a singular screen you know so it's like beating that one singular screen to get to the next singular screen totally um so i'm super super digging it nice yeah what's the it's those are massacre games that that was the term for it yeah Mm yeah yeah i'm not i like i would never normally play one of those yeah but because it is so beautiful and because it has that assist mode like i'm all into it i love it Ooh, it's so good nice um julia i want to talk about what you've been watching so you've been watching Grownish. I have been wa- I've been like yes, I've been watching a lot of television, but Grownish uh, is one of the new things that I'm watching. I was told I can't talk about Grey's Anatomy, which is <laughs> I'm always watching. I mean, let's yeah, let's talk about Grownish because I don't know anything about the show. Okay, Grownish. Oh my god. Okay, Grownish is so good. So it's on Freeform, which is uh, used to be ABC Family, and then they renamed it for reasons no one understands because um, families are gone they get they got rid of families. The american family gone. no longer exists mm, that's fair. <laughs> uh so grownish is a spinoff of blackish which um it stars anthony anderson and tracy ellis ross and it's about a family in california a black family trying to retain their um blackness that's the phrase they use, retain their blackness in a very white uh suburb grownish is um their daughter zoe who's going off to college and so it's great because it's like very 2018 college show uh, or 2017 2018 so like everyone is like some everyone's queer there's like it's all mixed races the problems you're dealing with are like i text this guy at three in the morning is that a booty call or are we actually like what's going on there's like drug episodes it's so so good i love that she's drinking out of the tiniest red solo shot cup yeah yeah like that is the the promo shot. That's very cute. And I love that no matter what it is, if it's Saved by the Bell, if it's Degrassi, if it's Grownish, everyone has an Adderall episode oh. where they all take, and they're like, oh man, it's a drug. Whoa. And I'm like, so they get to it in the second episode, they get to the Adderall one. Well, I was like, they fast. hit it fast. 
Yeah. They were just like, this is the type of show we are. They just want to get it out of the way. Was it yeah. like an issue? So wait, but you said this is the type of show we are. Is it an issue show or is it like? Yeah, I mean, but it's like a sitcom. So they sum it up in 30 minutes. Mm. Um, and it's like very, very family-ish. So here's a bunch of good kids. Something happens. They talk about it as friends. They realize they've made a mistake and that everything is settled by the end of the episode. But it doesn't sacrifice any comedy for that. Like, it's not um, a after-school special type thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, it's more Saved by the Bell than Degrassi is probably a good way of putting it. But it's Dang it. 20, like, it's like. <laughs> wow, I was like, yeah. I love Degrassi. Like so do I. Represent. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but uh, it's just really, really well done. I wasn't expecting much from it because it's a spinoff. But um, it's easily one of the most uh, marathonable shows. Mm. Yeah. How I many really episodes? Wait, how do you marathon? Yeah, that's it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. I don't have cable because I live in New York. Yeah. Uh, and so I just have Hulu and Netflix and everything. It's on Hulu. The first six episodes are on Hulu, I think. Might be seven now. Cool. It's mm. super good. I watched it while I was sick. It's great. Oh my god! I thought you said when you were six. <laughs> no, I was like how the. It's actually a twenty-year-old show. Like, <laughs> besides the fact that that wouldn't be physically possible, or she's been I six. Actually, the my whole time. first, my first thought was just like, but that's not for children. <laughs> <laughs> children can't watch as alcohol being drunk. Uh. <laughs> Ashley. I want to talk about what you're playing. I want to talk about Undertale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I started Undertale. I didn't get too far yet. I am, though, I have some questions because oh. I feel like this Before is like everyone is in on Undertale and how it is. And well, where are you playing it on, by the way, first? like Oh, PS4. You're nice. playing it on PS4. Yeah. Awesome. So I started it and like, I don't think I really quite understand what you're supposed to do with like i mean That's you have fair. all these like random encounters you can spare them you can like talk to them you can flirt with them but like clearly there is maybe one thing that you really should do mm -hmm. and then i found that like maybe there sometimes there isn't and you just run away and then so we were talking briefly um a couple of days ago about like playing through without killing anyone yeah. in mm. pacifist mode so does that count like if you decided to do fight and then you did some damage does that count against your pacifist mode or is that only when you've killed someone only when you've killed someone oh really because i never i did not attack a no, single it, thing no yeah. it's, it's <laughs> I, I mean this might be a mild spoiler for undertale and i apologize but a pacifist mode is only if you kill someone oh Okay. And there's a lot of weird mm. hooks on how that happens in the game, and those I won't go into. I just feel like there's no point to hit someone, though, if you're trying to do pacifist. I think some situations... Well, some... We could say that IRL, Allegra. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't hit people. Yeah. Don't do a hit. Mm. Don't. Don't. But, uh, yeah, I, I do think that... Do you have a character that you like already? I don't know how far you are. Um, I'm still in the very beginning, and I just recently met that... Uh, the skeleton dude whose brother really wants to like kill a human. And he's like, sans. Oh. he's like, just, Oh yeah. Sans and papyrus. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And Font then skeletons. he was just like, Oh, uh, and then he was like, if you can, he was like, it'd be great if you could just do this favor. Like I promise he won't hurt you. And then he's like, go ahead and I'll catch up. But then he runs to the left of the screen. And I'm like, do I have to go all the way to the beginning of the woods or do I have to go all the way down here? And that's when I stopped. And I was like, I, this is too much anxiety for me. <laughs> do you ever get tired of people in video games just asking you to do favors for them and it never being returned? Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. I'm with you guys. Like sometimes you're like, but why would I do this for you ever? The opening to Fable 3, the first like half hour is just doing favors for people that you'll never see again. Oh, that's awful. Um, the thing about Undertale, though, that makes that not as frustrating. I mean, not that it's like a fetch questy kind of game, but like the cast is actually really small. So like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what happens after Papyrus and Sans run off. Like you'll see them again. Um, but like, it's basically them. It's this one other person. It's someone. And if you oh, didn't kill like them or not like, in the beginning, it's yeah, hard to spoil. I, I, mean, I, I think game. my main issue was I didn't know that there were going to be as many random encounters as there were. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I should have said, I mean, in the, this game is very inspired by Earthbound in like some of the ways and some of that is the random encounters things like mm-hmm. that you do have. Okay, I'll give you this hint again when you're there, but at one point you will have a chance to go to the Temi shop. Did you buy this? There's the Temi, I think it's the Temi armor. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive. You're going to have to grind for a little bit to get the money. Once you have the money, get that Temi armor, girl, because it will save you if you're trying to do a pacifist run. I will remind you when you actually understand what this means, but it is crucial. I would not have been that Okay, I'll remember. It. Temi, like Tammy. Ron's ex-wife, Tammy. Ron <laughs> yes. had two ex-wives named Tammy and his mother. Except this one is Tamara. spelled with an E. T- no, don't tell me. Tammy. 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 Tammy too. Ah, <laughs> uh, girl, let me, well then let's talk about the other thing you're playing. And I want to, I want to bring up Monster Hunter World because I am here for you. <laughs> Yeah, because we I'm had a s- yes, we had a global game jam that we went to on Sunday, which was beautiful and lovely in every way. Oh yeah, let's let's, let's briefly sidebar and talk yes. about we went to Polygon show, went to a global game jam here in New York. We got to judge and like talk to people who were making games. We saw all these game prototypes that people had made in forty eight hours. It was just so freaking inspiring, right? It was cool. I mean, to for pretty much all of them, I'm just shocked that it even happened in 48 hours. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, God, some there of them were, like, so legit. There were so many where I was like, are you sure you didn't have, like, a week or more to work Sure you didn't, on? like, come in with this already done? <laughs> I know. Um, a lot of them, oh, man, it was so great. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about that because we're talking, like, you approached me as soon as I got there, and you were like, Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm sorry. And I have major guilt about this because every last week I told everybody, oh yeah, Monster Hunter World, it's totally worth playing. I still say it is, but I'm not also going to not lie and say it's easy. I mean, you definitely said that it was a difficult game and, and I knew that going into it. I think the main thing I have is like, despite it being, quote, the most accessible Monster Hunter, which I don't doubt it is because a lot of veteran players have told me there's a lot of great quality of life changes. changes. Woo! That happened. Um, it seems like Monster Hunter almost operates in its own set of like UI and combat mm. controls. Like, I, I mean, like, yes. The the issue I was talking to you, Chelsea, earlier was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I keep sheathing my weapon in the middle of hacking away. <laughs> this bitch is just like, nah, I don't feel like it. And I'm just like, what are you doing? And then like, and you know, I get trampled on, and I'm like. Please stop sheathing your weapon. Oh my god, that's so annoying. And then I'm just like, well, what what am I doing wrong? And then Chelsea's like, Are you are you pressing R1? I'm like, no! I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm and then there's like five different menus, and then there's so many different There are there are definitely more there's than so five different menus. menus. There's so god. that game like lives for menus. What is the it point does. of the, of kill uh, do you so you hunt the monster? You hunt the but monster. Do you hunt, kill yeah. the monster? Yes. yes. Or okay. you can do you capture eat them. them. You uh, can. 
you can, can wait, you them. can eat them oh is that what you're cooking i guess that's what yeah. you're cooking you're well you're you're getting parts but like if you kill small like herbivores or like the oh, the mm-hmm. plant eater dinosaurs you get meat and then you get a you have a barbecue spit you always have it with you and you cook that you steak. always have a barbecue spit with it. that amazing. is my ideal life <laughs> i know you could you have to do a little mini game where you put the meat on the spit and have to turn it until it like you don't want and it then to you burn. have to take it off before it burns that's so cool that's mini so games sad. mini games are the heart of games yes they, they are. are the heart of games yeah i mean like that's the thing some t- some parts of this game i'm like i wish there was a like a monster hunter tourism mode because we talked to brian crescente when we saw him this weekend he wants to do photography for these things mm-hmm. but you can brian crescente of glixel of, of glixel glixel editor-in-chief um <laughs> but you can fish you can catch little monsters with your net you obviously like you you eat meals that are cooked for you. You roast stuff on a spit. Like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of small things that you do. Yeah. What is going on over there? <laughs> no, 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 nothing. I'm sorry. Um, can you? Can let's talk about our palicos. Yeah, that are easily the best part of the game. Tell, tell me about your Crunchwrap the palico. Yes, I made Crunchwrap again. Oh, I made so his good. eyes a little bit greener than they are in real life because I'm like. Well, if my girl can have silver hair, you can have greener eyes. Oh, your girl Aww. has silver hair. Yeah, she's dope. Mm. She's fucking awesome. What's her name? Oh, yes. To go with my pasta theme. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> her name is Tagliarini. Nice. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Oh wow. That is a good name. to my Tagliatelli. I like mm. it. I need, a, I need better character What? Names. What is so good Did you Instagram name? your my, character? No. I, People oh, kept shit, Instagramming I their should. characters, and they were all very hot. Mm, everyone, yeah. like, everyone made a really hot like Simone made an, a hem well she made a Hemingway yes yeah, she made a Ernest Hemingway oh, <laughs> shocking no one yeah I made an amazing purpled haired woman and there's like really good makeup settings in that game too so you I made like very shiny metallic green eyeshadow Ooh. nice yeah we a- I like that they had they had a gloss option and a metallic option yeah. for oh, your really? eyeshadow and they also have that for your lips you can make them metallic too oh, that's yeah. cool that's awesome and like that you can change like the like whether it's matte or like <gasps> super gloss, that's yeah, important. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah, the transparency actually. It was mm-hmm. like real. Like I was like, man, they really need to like. Dude, I spent uh, so um, Clayton and Jeff, I think, sent me uh, invite like a group uh, request over the weekend because they saw I was playing Monster Hunter and like, like after an I'm not going to say how long it was an inordinate amount of time. I ha- I felt bad and I had to text Jeff and I was like, I. I'm, I've been making my character this whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Also, you can go back and change your character's hairstyle and makeup. I mean, if I had known that. But I mean, if you're going to be investing, like, no, no, no. I think it's you can't change the core features. Yeah. Like, you cannot change your, like, yeah. you couldn't get like a, your nose a new height. nose. Yeah. You're well, like, I bought a new nose and I put it on my Monster Hunter character. Like, you know, it's now, it's just, I feel like it's out of control because it's like, Okay, the, the the width of like the the bridge of your nose, or like how high do you want your nose or mouth? Like, so yeah. granular. Kind of it's extremely granular. Yeah. It's very. It's a very it's great. Yeah. I mean, like if you're gonna spend forty to sixty hours, I'm just guessing hours in a game because Chelsea, you played quite for quite some time for the review. Like you might, you, you want to look good. You want to feel good. Exactly. <laughs> Even though you might get a giant helmet that covers all that hard work up. Wow. Oh, dude, that's why I didn't wow. do that. I was like, oh, bone armor. Oh no. It's like getting ready for a date, and then your date shows up on a motorcycle, and you're like, well, <laughs> why did I try? There's there is no an, reason now. There is an option where you can have the helmet not visible, so you can have your face always showing, but it's still giving you the protection. Oh, yeah. Didn't um, I? I thought I saw like there were there was like a thing about how most Monster Hunter World players were upset because like the in-game character looked nothing like yeah. the character oh, really? creations. Yeah, and so people like posted screenshots side by side and they were like, 
outraged. They're like, what the fuck? I spent all this time and like, oh, wow. And they don't really uh, look. Yeah, some, I don't, I feel like mine looks uh, good enough, but yeah. Yeah, I can see sometimes it. But you're also not looking at their face right. very often. Yeah, so, I don't that's know. true. True. Yeah. And now I want to talk to you about a couple things. Ashley, I have a question. Yeah. When it comes to health, what is the most important thing that you should do? Family. I was going to not say family nor breakfast and instead brushing your teeth, Ashley. And maybe you don't know that, but Quip does. Quip knows that you need to brush your teeth and they've made the best way to do that, which is with their electric toothbrush. It's a brand new thing uh, that, not the electric toothbrush, mind you, the Quip version, <laughs> packs the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost. You know, to, you know, toothbrushes can get very expensive, especially electric ones. I hope you know. No. You don't? I've never owned an electric You've, toothbrush. Have you owned a normal toothbrush? Yes. Imagine those times like 10. That's the cost of an electric toothbrush. I don't toothbrush. want that. I know, but Quip knows that too. They know a lot of stuff. And they know that you don't want to pay that much, but also you might need some guiding pulses to kind of let you know when to switch sides when you're brushing to make it the right amount of effortless. So the other thing that's really cool here is I don't really always have a good place to put my toothbrush in my bathroom. There's a lot of people in my bathroom. What? I have a lot of people in my house. And so Quip has a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks if you need to to cover it for hygienic travel anywhere. So if you're going to the gym, if you're going away, we travel a lot. We go to the gym a lot. This is very good. So the thing that's really cool though, is usually you buy a toothbrush, that's it. It sucks after like three months, you gotta throw it out. When it's an electric toothbrush, that's a lot of money, Ashley, right? That's a lot of money. I don't have money. I know, me neither. But the cool thing is that Quip has a subscription plan for people like us so that they actually refresh the brush every three months, which is what dentists recommend. Um, and they'll deliver you a new head uh, for your toothbrush, <laughs> not for your body, uh, the body of your toothbrush <laughs> for $5, which includes free shipping, which is really rad. Um, so Quip actually starts at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash polygon, P-O-L-Y-G-O-N right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip toothbrush. So if you buy the toothbrush, you'll get those nice new heads for your toothbrush and not your body. So that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash polygon, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash polygon. It's a website. All right, Ashley, question. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have problems falling asleep? All, all the time. Mm -hmm. Are you like plagued with nightmares? Ashley, yes. And the fear of being alive yeah. every day? Accurate. Same, Ashley, same. But there is a solution for people like you and me, and it is called Mattress Firm. It is America's neighborhood mattress store. Literally, I actually have one in my neighborhood. I'm not even kidding. But I don't want people to know where I live. But I, I you know, I there is you. one near me. Yes. So, <laughs> and it actually lets you stretch your budget even further when you're trying to improve your sleep, which is very good for people like us who, one, don't sleep, and two, have no money. So they're more than mattress experts. So that is why we trust them, because they have the whole package to help you transform your mattress into a bed. You want a bed, right? I... Yes. Yes. I would hope so. Yes. I think beds are pretty important. They're very, they fill out the space in a room. That's kind of the main thing 
a bed. Um, and so they literally and figuratively have you covered on the mattress front, not the bed front. You got to go to Ikea for that. But if you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast, you'll see what deals they have right now on the website. Uh, they offer you a 120 night sleep trial for everything, regardless of how much you're paying on that mattress to ensure that you actually love it. And they have a 120 night low price guarantee. So they, you know, and they know that you paid the right price. So Ashley, if this sounds good to you, if you want to sleep better, which I hope you do, mm-hmm. my beloved friend Ashley, you go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn just how Mattress Firm can help you out. And in case this this did not lull you to sleep, my lovely, lovely voice, my soft lullaby of a voice, if you're still awake, you can <laughs> tune in to the rest of the Polygon show right now if you're not on your lovely mattress. How about a lightning round? Lightning round. Wow. Okay. Oh, this is from our friend MJSXI, aka Matt Sullivan. Hi, Matt. Matt goes deeper. Matt goes deeper. He's great. Monster Hunter World just released. So, who's the best monster bay? Oh, I'm going to start with Chelsea. Of the monsters? Maybe just in general, your monster bay. My monster bay. I mean, isn't it like. Of the game, it's going to be the Pookie Pookie, which is a, a bird that has, like, big bug eyes mm. and a tongue that rolls out. Oh, is, that, like... is that the one that spits poison? Yeah. Oh, God. Like Large it. birds are a great phobia of mine. I, yeah. yeah. So, like, good. when I saw, there was one, not no. that one, another giant bird. The yeah. one that, like, hurls rocks at you. Oh. Oh, yeah. It looks like a giant chicken that it lo- it's like a, It looks Ooh. like a hairless yeah. dodo or chicken. <gasps> it picks up rocks in its and hands. It was like, oh my god! What and a terrible to, game! And, and then when you like damage it enough, like it runs away, and then you gotta chase it, oh. and then it'll start limping. Oh, <laughs> I want to throw up! It was so disgusting. God, vomited. Never again. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, Chelsea. Do you have a monster you would consider Bay? I just wait. I just said he was Bay. No, I'm sorry. I said Ash. I meant to say Ashley. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> you're all the same to me, Ashley. <laughs> Rude. Do you have any um, monsters that you consider bay? My bay is my cat Crunchtrap. Yeah. Aww, yes, he is a monster because too. Because I, I wasn't aware that he like would randomly, your palico heals you. Aww. And there's like little like cat pun dialogue. Mm. Meowster, <gasps> I got this for you. Aww. And once I saw that Crunchtrap <gasps> said that, I oh my God. screamed. <laughs> Sold. Every time Crunchtrap did anything, I was like, oh my God. And then he was like asleep next to me and I was poking his butt. I was like, look at what you did. Look, thank you. And he just looks at me like, can you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Uh, Julia, do you have a monster bay? Okay. I don't have a monster bay. So what I'm going to do is rank the verses in monster by Kanye. (laughs) Okay. This is good. So what's the bay verse? Nicki Minaj's bay verse. Obviously. Kanye's is good. And it's also Jay's worst verse. Yes. Oh, I forget oh, that he's in that that's song. That's right. Everyone Trash. forgets he's in that song. And everyone forgets that Rick Ross opens it up. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll, I just had a monster bay. Oh, I've been thinking about Shadow of the Colossus lately. Oh. And the first guy, I think, that you fight, maybe not the first one, maybe the second Colossus. He's on the cover of the game of the original Shadow of the Colossus. That guy. He's my monster bay. I love him. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. This is from Vox the Devil. 
what video game boss would you like to make a suit of armor or clothing out of monster hunter style so basically you would kill them and carve them up and make clothing or armor out of them i'm gonna start with ashley um oh i only know this because of a chat with someone don't ask me why um there is a bloodborne boss called is it vicar or viker how do you pronounce that uh, is word? Is it Vicar? Vicar. Yeah, Vicar, we'll say that. Vicar Amelia. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge hulking, almost like a dog monster thing. And it has all these like tattered bandages and it's like eyes are covered and it's just like. <laughs> it just would look dope at, on me. <laughs> just the, 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 the rotting bandages, the fur, the huge tooth. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. The huge tooth. I, I need a big, I need a big tooth. <laughs> just one. Uh, Julia. I, I don't know. I don't know many video game bosses, and I also have not played Monster Hunter. But based on what you said, minus the feathers, mm-hmm. uh, I'd probably want to be make a Monster Hunter version of Dante from uh, not Dante from yeah, Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's hot. You, why not? Yeah, yeah. You just wear his, wear his skin. skin. Yeah, yeah. He's a hottie. Yeah, I just want to be hot for a minute. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, I, God, um, I. I went to a weird place where I kept thinking about Resident Evil monsters and I was like, oh, all of them are horrible. Ooh. But I like the Resident Evil 4 monsters because they're so distinct and like they become these giant kind of like weird things because they're infected. And I'd be like, you know, it'd be a dark bot like suit of armor. It'd be gross and infected, but I still want to kind of do it. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Since Ashley got me thinking about Undertale, uh, you haven't gotten him yet, but Metaton. Oh, yeah. That's a good. That's I love that guy. Yeah. I want to look like him. I like Do his not expand. No. <laughs> Do not he's, elaborate. He's cute. We'll not elaborate. We're done. People who know, they know. Okay, Which next is question. everyone except me. <laughs> uh, this is from Sithrosi. Oh, okay. I'm excited for this too. If there was a Golden Girls video game, what genre or genres do you think would be the most fun to play? And which character would you look for the most to playing or meeting? Mm. Julia, we'll start with you. Yeah. We've talked about Golden Girls many I a time. I know, and it's so hard to pick. Ugh! can't pick i'm not good on the spot but <laughs> but what genre do you think would be the most fun to play it would be like a dark soul style thing mm. but where you it's it's a co-op so you play as all four of them <laughs> and you have to go back and like that's what it would four be player local yeah yeah that's, awesome. yeah. that's how I would, that's what it would be <laughs> uh. they're fighting off old age either that or like super smash Brothers style oh yeah i was thinking fighting Ooh. at first uh ashley I was thinking like like PUBG. Oh, it's like yeah. two on two in this like huge barren de- like desolate area, and they have to parachute down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what I want. I, I like that. I was thinking like the Simpsons arcade game, so similar kind of to Julian's, but there's all four playable characters, yes. and they have different random weapons, like a scroll side scroller beat 'em up, a side scroller yes. beat 'em up from the nineties. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna be boring and say I want like a dating sim. I don't oh. think we have enough dating sims starring older people. That sounds That's good, though. Yeah. Golden Girls is a dating sim. It is. Yeah, it it is. makes sense. <laughs> also, I love dating sims. That's true. Okay, next question. Yeah. Next question. Uh, Sir 5000, what game would y'all turn into a beer inspired by Triforce Beer by Second Self? Uh, Ashley. <laughs> I was so disarmed by how you delivered that. Come back to me, please. Uh, Triforce Beer. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, ooh, what about... Oh, this is hard. Um, what about a Kirby beer? Oh yeah. I know that's I know that's like our that's freaking default thing, but I just want a beer with a bright pink can. Like oh. that's what I want. I want it to match my hair. I'm sorry about it. Oh, that's cute. Uh Julia. Neopets. 
Oh, <gasps> good choice. That is a good choice. And also ironic because Neopets is free. <laughs> <laughs> As is beer in Europe. <laughs> it's for people like us who grew up on Neopets and now we're sad yeah. because of Neopets. <laughs> Uh, Ashley. The only thing coming to mind is Katamari. Oh, yeah. That's yes. good. That beer would literally taste like everything. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's a good beer. I was thinking for Kirby, too, it would probably taste like a lot of junk because oh. there's a lot of stuff inside of that boy. Oh, exactly. Really, really sweet. Inside of his mouth. Yeah. Like a cake. It would. Um, for me, God, I had it. Oh, I was going to say I want a. I forget now. <gasps> All right, well, just what, do next, really? next question. I had one that was really good. Pokemon beer would be good. That's Charmander not what beer. I had. The oh, Charmander, Charmander beer, beer would be good. I'll remember. What is the most self-destructive Mario Party? All of them? Wait. It could mean either either literally, or we could interpret this as we will. Have you ever All of them is fine. walked away from a Mario Party not angry? At your friends, yeah. <gasps> I, don't think I think the first possible. one is the most self-destructive because that's the one where you had to have the N64 controller yes. and you had to roll your hand oh, on God, it to yes. rotate. And I remember getting blisters on my palm oh, my that were like, ugh, disgusting. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that we're going to do another Ashley's Drawing Corner as a Twitter live exclusive. So start tweeting your drawing prompts right now with hashtag Polygon Show, guys. Another tangent. I remembered what beer I want. <laughs> oh, good. Wow, Let's go thank back. Thank you, Allegra. Just thank you. Page, just back on that PowerPoint. <laughs> I wanted Splatoon beer. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. That's yes, super good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank It'd you. be dense. Guys, yes. two, you could sell the two different colors. <gasps> yes. Or and then you could have, oh my God, a battle over a, which yeah. type. Splatfest. Splatfest beer. Splatfest beer. Instead of Oktoberfest, it's Splatfest, yes. baby. And then yes. this is only great. for the kind of beer that you want to win. Oh, wow. This yep. is a great idea. Thank you. Also, I like that if we took the approach to this question as is, what is the most self-destructive Mario party literally, it would be anyone that Waluigi shows up to. Yo, yes. yep, that's what I was thinking. Or Wario, because he farts a lot. Does he fart a lot? Mm -hmm. Why? I think he really likes eating garlic, too. He eats a lot of garlic. Oh, well, mm -hmm. I respect that. I don't that. know if he garlic has gastrointestinal issues. I only eat a lot of garlic. Does that make you fart? No, though. <laughs> no. Garlic, mm -hmm. no. It's just, he, he beans farts make a lot, you fart. and, he, and he has bad breath, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Garlic yeah. for the bad breath. He does eat a lot of beans. That makes you fart. That's fart. Also asparagus, I think. That, that makes you your pee smell. No, that's like, yeah, broccoli. Brussels sprouts make you fart. Do they? Yes. That's oh, not been my experience. I bet you greens make you fart. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> Next question. No. <laughs> Which? Okay, this is from JLTRI. Which video game character would you most like to see as the star of The Bachelor or Bachelorette? And what date activity should they do with the contestants? God, that show sucks. God, no offense. So Bad show. Uh, Ashley has an idea. Look at her. I'm thinking. No. <laughs> I, I was trying to deflect from myself because I have no idea. Okay, I have one. I'll go first. Uh, Shane from Stardew Valley. Oh, okay. Who you originally could not date or marry, but then they patched that in. So I'm glad they did. And he is very, like, cool and calm and collected. And he's, you would love him, Julia, if you mm. have not seen Shane. He is, like, very cool, loner, emo boy. So mm. I would love to be on that season of The Bachelor. Mm. And the date activity is you would, ooh, ooh. You would have to like sell, you would have to farm and sell your crops and whoever makes the most money gets to go on a dream date thing with him. Gets I like to go that. in the boudoir. Oh. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Professor Oak. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to go into his lab and uh, like look at all the different Pokemon and you're like playing with a little Pokemon together. Mm. Yeah. And then you get to pick one to take home with you. It's a good date activity. I like that. Yeah. That's very good for you. I don't know what he gets out of that. He loses all his Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, he 
I don't know. I don't know what it sounds what happened. great for me. I, dates I like are it. good when you are the one getting 100%. Of I don't stuff. know how yeah. the bachelor works. Oh, well, yeah. he gets a rose, whatever. Um, <laughs> Julia, uh, I'm returning to my number one video game crush slash love it, Kratos because he's so beautiful. Mm. Uh, and the date would be trying to get him to cry because I feel like he has a lot of pent up stuff in there. And I just want to hold him while he cries. So and he would stroke get his beard. all the girls to try and make him cry. He oh. would get me. Just you. Just, <laughs> this, is, this is like the final season. This, yeah, this episode. is, this is just, the dream no, date yeah, thing. The dream date is me and Kratos crying on a bench somewhere eating frozen yogurt. <laughs> frozen yogurt. I love frozen yogurt. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Frozen yogurt's amazing. Oh, Great. So Frogurt. Good. Frozen yogurt. No, not Frogurt. I'm so sorry. Ashley. Definitely Joel from The Last of yes. Us. Oh, good choice. He desperately, oh, he could just benefit so much if he just had someone else. Mm. Yep. Um, when he's not, you know, trying to kill clickers or, you know, stuff with murder infection <laughs> people. Okay. Murder. What, uh, our date would be... Ah, shit. <laughs> Dates are hard. You know what? I'm not going to say, because you know what? This is a family friend. No, it's not a friend. You just said shit. Done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, we're just going to leave it. All right. I think, oh we're, I think we're done. I don't want to know where your mind's Look, going. Between her and Joel. Time on the lightning round. And her mattress on All the All right. Ground. We're going to talk about, <laughs> let's talk about some news, guys. <laughs> I don't even know. Simone, I really respect Simone right now. That's all I want to say. Simone, if you can hear me wherever you are, (laughs) I respect you. Uh, Allegra. Hi. I want to know about Labo. Oh, it's so good. I got to play it today. (laughs) I got to play it today with my boy Submit. Oh, what? Oh, look at that photo. Such a cutie. You're so cute. Look how, like, those are new crayons. They did not use old crayons for you. The irony of this picture is the Labo is not at all in it, but sure, everyone can look at me. Did you Instagram that that picture? I did. Because that is a fantastic photo. It's such a good photo. Thank you. Uh, That filter is, yes. I wish I remembered what filter it was. Uh, You should give photo credit. Oh, submit. Submit she took this. She yeah. said it. So submit and I uh, played the Labo today. It's not pictured. But basically, as you guys <laughs> remember, it's not, just me. no footage found. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. My other picture. Um, so <laughs> basically, uh, as you guys probably know, it's the cardboard kits, the DIY sort of peripherals for the Switch. Mm. So the there's a variety kit and a robot kit. So the variety kit has five different pre-made projects. So we got to make two of those. Or we tried to make two of those we made the rc car which is kind of like a little cardboard shell that goes um it has the two joy cons going inside of it and so once you make that it's like you push out the perforated pieces from the cardboard and it has very detailed instructions on the switch screen it's like you can rewind they're interactive it's really cool took about 10 minutes and then once it works it like lets you go into the mini game which like actually lets you operate the car Mm. so the joy cons are like represented on the screen so you press like the left joy con and it's turns left and you press the right joy-con and turns right in or you press both at the same time um it's pretty basic but it was cool because i was like i made this and it moves um and we also tried to make the fishing rod which was that one is estimated to take like two and a half hours like it really could take oh wow real, it has a lot of pieces did they did like a nintendo person help you or did you just... so they only gave us an hour so they were like you're probably not gonna finish uh-huh. which was fine but Samin and i like to be perfect and are competitive so we tried really hard 
And then when they called time, we were still trying to finish. Oh, no. Even though there were like five cardboard sheets and we were on the third one. We were on step two of five. We were like, no, we could do this. Um, But it was cool because they let us play with a finished one. And like these things feel really sturdy, which I was not expecting, especially the fishing rod because it has like a reel. So I was cranking. I was cranking it. Never, never ever, ever do that ever. again i was cranking it banned and it like felt like it wasn't gonna break like you basically are like using it's attached to like some weird net thing yeah usually i feel like it's gonna break off but for once it didn't this um, is now people are gonna write some weird ass fanfic about you i'm so sorry no that you said that cranking it cranking the labo so basically tldr lab was awesome it's really smart like they told us about like the different tech inside of it so like you actually it's like an educational thing and the robot kit is so cool it's like i didn't make that it's like a backpack and stuff but you just get to like punch the robots and the monsters and the like buildings no monsters and you stomp to like crush cars i kept crushing cars and if you squat you turn into a car so i kept squatting it was uh, great so i why is there not a video running behind you right now this is like really upsetting me me. squatting and then going back out and squatting Uh, what this isn't why why is there a lateral movement well you also have to steer like that this is how you steer this is how we steer this is how you steer this is a sometimes this is an audio meme a medium so you know give me some oh i'm i'm turning from left to right you're turning from left to right (laughs) this is very good uh guys Another Nintendo subject. Let's talk about that Mario movie. Nintendo announced last night at their like Japanese shareholders meeting that the Mario movie is real. Oh my God, what's going on on screen? Jeez. Aww. Oh, with the minions coming out. Okay, it's Stu oh. Bob. No. I can't remember the other one. It's Stu Julie- Bob. What's the third one's name? Julia's head is perfectly <gasps> eclipsing the minion, so I was like, oh, that's so cute. Also, and then I leaned this way, and I was like, oh my. <laughs> Yeah, so the uh, this is like uh, New Donk City, but there's some minions creeping in the background, which is out some, of the sewer. Yeah, where they the belong. Oh, please do not insult minions uh, in my presence. Yeah, Too late. Julia is the real minion stand who has come to represent on this podcast. How you ah. feeling but, about Mario and minions? Yeah, yeah. Produced by what's the name of the studio that makes minion movies? Illumination. Illumination. And yeah, and uh, uh, Miyamoto has a producing credit. Yeah, so. No, are we are we excited, nervous? How do we feel about the Mario movie? I mean, I I personally really loved the first one, and I think we should <laughs> the just original. leave it alone. Mm. I was thinking that too. Yeah, we look. That's Steve Bob Costas never. <laughs> do not. <laughs> it was the best one. Oh my god! They should bring back. Uh, was it John Leguizamo or John Turturro? I think it was John Leguizamo as Luigi. I think like I'm super excited. I don't. I want it to be like the Minions movie, which is I mean, yes, had some dialogue, but I actually just want it to be where with Mario going like woohoo, woohoo, and then like the Minions being like, like just making their Minion sounds and laughing. Like that would if I had that for two hours, I would be the happiest person in the world. The Minions would probably end up like imitating Mario in their Minion voice. Are the Minions actually confirmed to be in it, or is just that studio? No, I think no, it's, it's oh, okay. Studio. God, Jesus. All right, I no. thought I was scared. Yeah, but if I mean it's possible, I guess that they could be crossover. That would be like they should bring them in. Well, I mean, then it would be a universal. Yeah. Mm. What if they have a DLC? No Odyssey. Yes. Yes. That has minions in it. Oh God. Uh, Minions don't get enough respect, man. You know what? They tried their best. They're trying to help grow, and they never get any respect. (laughs) Okay. Bless the minions. 
That's me. <sighs> All right. Um, respect. 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 Julia, I since we're on an honor of you have being on the show, Thank I you wanted for to having me. Yes, I wanted to talk about one last thing very quickly, mm. which is your man Dumbledore. Dumbles. As Dumbles. we call him in the fan fiction community. Should I do my intro? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what is the news, Allegra, about Dumbledore? Please. Uh, it's at the bottom of the hour, folks. We have a few pieces of news left today. And I just want to focus on one last thing. Dumbledore. Gay? <laughs> no, you didn't do the voice. That was the voice. That was no, still the voice. No, there, there's... You need uh, more listen, listen, listen. Gay? Okay. Dumbledore. I like Gay? the point yeah. that, like, there we go. Jude Law is the only actor in Hollywood oh. that, like, instead of just saying he's young, he's actively getting roles as young people. Like, he's the young Pope. He's the young Dumbledore. He looks old. Yeah, he, he does look old. old. So, yeah, the base of the story is that David Yates, who's directing the sequel, uh... Fantastic Bees, Crimes of Grindelwald, which stars Johnny Depp as well. Um, the question came up of whether it will address Dumbledore's uh, sexual orientation because in 2007, J.K. Rowling said he's canonically gay. Basically, he always, she always imagined him like that. Yeah. Uh, David Yates said they're not going to explicitly show that, which means that they're not going to basically have him kind of talk about um, his feelings for Grindelwald, who's a long childhood friend who he really pined for fell in love with was infatuated with mm. so the concern that a lot of fans have is you can't keep saying someone is queer and then not have that queer representation in your movie like so now the discussion that's come up is whether or not they will reference that jk rowling responded today and said oh i love to be added by people who haven't read the script who don't know about the rest of our series because this is a movie two out of five Ugh. But what? Yeah, so yeah, the, that makes me upset. For like, I thought it was gonna be three. No, it's five. And so, uh, the point, so okay. people are saying, is this gonna be like call me by your name situation where it, it kind of builds up the idea of what this is as opposed to just jumping into it, or are they is Warner Brothers actually just not going to address the situation? And if it's the latter, then that's not fair for queer folk who have been, seen Dumbledore as this figure for more than a decade as this first like kind of gay Harry Potter character, and they don't get that. And, yeah, the thing about that that sucks, like, uh, the part about Dumbledore being, like, one of the only queer characters, if not the only I think he's the only one still, but I could be wrong The only that. one, like, that's been publicly identified yeah. is, like, it's not enough to just say, oh, this character is gay, and he's always been gay. Like, that is awesome. It's awesome that, you know, in retrospect, in retrospect, this character we loved was queer the whole time. He was gay. But, you know, you actually have to show up. You yep. actually have to, like give the people, you know, a sense of like, this isn't just a, a label we're attaching to this character to seem like we're with it. Like actually live up to that representation to make the character, you know, someone that the queer audience can I mean, identify with and be happy I think to like have. The, what I am assuming, this is my assumption, is if it is two out of five, like it could just be possible that they're building up to right, it. Totally. Yeah, but Which mm -hmm. I hope they do get to it. But if it's like, we wait around and then by movie five, it was like, I mean, cause okay. There's like a lot of discussion on Twitter where I look at a lot. Um, and I kind of see both sides. It's like, so on the one hand, some people are like, well, like that, you know, him being gay didn't affect the storyline of Harry Potter in any way. So like, why is it necessary to bring it in? And I agree to your point. It's like, if you're going to mention something like that after the fact, and also kind of implied, like, they were rivals. And he had, I'm assuming, romantic feelings for he him. He was, like, infatuated with mm. So, like, I feel like that, it's like, no, it's not some, it's like for the Harry Potter arc, yeah, I can see it as being, like, just not a necessary plot thing. But, like, I can see that very much 
influencing his past because... Well, the only issue is that J.K. Rowling has said that part of the reason it took Dumbledore so long for Grindelwald to take Grindelwald down is because of his feelings. So there are there is a plot point, but the, this is the issue. I mean, the Nib has a really great comic about this, which is like comparing it to a baker who says, here's a cake, and the fan, people say, okay, but I want it with strawberries. So she says, yeah, of course, next one's going to have strawberries. Then the next one doesn't have it, so they're like, what's the deal? And it's like, well, just use your imagination because it's there. You can taste it. It's like, mm. no, I want my strawberries. Yeah. I mean, that's It's essentially that. It's like, you can't, in my opinion, you can't keep teasing out representation for queer folk in such an important franchise, promising this, really taking a stance against it, tweeting in 2004 that, or 2014 that no one should be in the closet. <laughs> Twitter's not around 2004. <laughs> in 2014 that um, no Harry Potter character should be in the closet and then not included. Yeah. Yeah. Not embracing it if that's who he is. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I feel that's that. Crappy. This is a, I mean, I, I, I think this is a good discussion to kind of wrap the show on. So thank you everyone for tuning into the Polygon show this week. If you like what you see, please use the hashtag Polygon show to tweet us questions. If you have emails, sorry, we didn't get to them this week. Use the email Polygon show at polygon.com. If you love us on Apple podcasts, give us a review and recommend us to your friends. That's it for me, Ashley, Julia, and Allegra. This has been The Polygon Show. <laughs>